Welcome. My name is Dr. Christopher Taylor, and I want you to know that it's okay to be sad, that it's okay to feel lost, and that it's okay to struggle. That we all struggle. But today, none of that matters. Because today is about you. And today is about helping you become the best you possible. So for now, relax, take a deep breath, and enjoy some thoughts for your self-examination. Welcome back to For Self-Examination, and I am your host, Dr. Christopher Taylor, and we are coming pretty close to the close of this season, uh, our third season. If you've been following along, all of our podcasts are available at taylorcounselinggroup.com that you can listen to anytime and share with others, of course. Uh, Really excited about today's episode, uh, interviewing a good friend of mine, Travis Richards, Uh, He is the CEO of Catco, uh, a company that makes catalytic, uh, oh God, I'm going to mess it up and he's going to get angry when he listens to it. Uh, I'm going to say catalytic converters, but that's not right, a catalytic heater. Uh, He's explained to me about a dozen times what that is and what it does, and I'm still pretty sure I have no idea. Uh, But if you are in the uh, industrial space and you need a catalytic uh, heater, I think he's your man, catco.com. But um, you can uh, definitely learn more about Travis on their website if you're interested. Uh, But I really wanted to talk to him because he has such a unique story, such a great story. Uh, And it's one that a lot of us have gone through, I think, recently, uh, and that's divorce. Uh, A lot of... Uh, you know, clients are coming in more and more, uh, you know, navigating the, the difficulties of the divorce process. And Travis has gone through that process and uh, was, was able to, to still maintain happiness through it, uh, which I think is a very difficult, difficult thing to do. Uh, even, you know, as we begin to move into a, 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 a ramp down of COVID and, and, and God willing, a post-COVID world, um, we're, we are going to see a rise in divorce cases, and we've already begun to see that now. Um, but they'll continue to go up, and, and being able to maintain happiness through that process, I think, is very important, and one that's going to be challenging and difficult for a lot of people. But uh, Travis, I think, has a great story on how he attempts that, on how he accomplishes it, and... Um, how he views happiness as a decision, as a responsibility, even that he is responsible for his own happiness, that all of us are responsible for our own happiness, and that it's just a choice that we just have to make. Now, it might not be an easy one, uh, for sure, but it is one uh, that we have to make. So I'm very interested to get into that uh, and some of his thoughts on how happiness happens. Uh, So we'll get right into that just after this. This episode of For Self-Examination is brought to you by the Empathy App. 
The app made by therapists to help you find your path. Hi, I'm Jerry, and I want to congratulate you for taking the first step on your path to a better you. Sometimes we feel a little overwhelmed. Whether it is with feelings of sadness or worry or anger, our emotions can feel a little too much at times, and that's okay. Welcome to Empathy. You can find the Empathy app on any iOS and Android device at the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. You can also download the app through the website empathicholdings.com. Download the app today and get started down your path. All right, Travis, welcome to the show. Uh, You are the happiest man in DFW, is that right? I haven't met all of the men in DFW, and so I couldn't uh, speak. Uh, I, I, you know, ninetieth percentile, maybe. I don't know. You think so? I mean, like, right. yeah. I, 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 you know, it's whether where you fall in that ranking is uh, often much more of a choice that you make rather than something that is happening to you. So. I- <laughs> I think that's, that's the whole point. Pod, podcast over. There we go. We've talked about it. <laughs> well, I just think, uh, I just think CEO of, of Catco, catalytic converters. That's obviously catalytic you got, heaters. People oh, do sorry, that all the catalytic time. Heaters. Oh, it's fine. Catalytic heaters. Sorry. Uh, they, uh, that equals happiness, right? I mean, that's just boom out the gate. Yeah. I mean, it's just like whenever I was a small child playing with my. <laughs> CEO of Catco action figure, you know, this is the, it's, it's like all of my, <laughs> I, I never knew that all of my dreams would come true. So, uh, so specifically as I thought uh, when I was young. Okay. Let me, let me back up and, and get more professional here for everyone listening. Sure. Uh, Travis and I are, are good friends. So uh, um, having too much fun, I think already. Uh, so we're talking, we're here to talk about happiness. Uh, you know, we have this idea of happiness as a battery, uh, that it has capacity and charge and that, that the battery is made up of cells and these cells are boundaries, relationships, identity, and gratitude. And I want to uh, talk to you, uh, as a, you know, business owner, um, uh, a guy out there in the world, uh, you know, with struggles and, and, and everything else to, to learn, uh, your struggles with happiness, um, uh, where you've come from, what you've had to overcome maybe, uh, uh, and, and, uh, just tell us a little bit about that. Well, I like, I, I don't think that it's uncommon that happiness was something that I just really took for granted for a long time. I can't think back to a lot of period. Uh, I've had struggles, as you mentioned, like everybody else has in their lives. There's been times where I've felt lonely and been depressed and all that. But overall, looking back at my life, I can't think of long periods of time where I was very specifically unhappy. But I can think back to the overwhelming majority of my life up to this point where I did never really think about happiness. And I never, I never appreciated it as something that I had a lot of control over. I don't remember where I heard this, but somebody said that it's uh, described an unhealthy relationship with happiness of thinking of it as like this ghost that just wanders in and out of your life at its, at its own leisure. And so 
while I wasn't really specifically unhappy, I was not very intentional and specific about choosing to be happy and finding things to do that uh, would would charge that battery, so to speak. So uh, probably the biggest wake up call that I had with respect to that was, you know, some years ago, I was uh, very suddenly and surprisingly found myself going through a divorce, uh, which is a jarring experience that I do not recommend to anybody. And, uh, but really it was kind of through that process that I, I really came into, uh, first time that I ever really heard this idea that happiness is this thing that you choose. And it is something that is not only a choice that you have the ability to make, but a choice that you have the responsibility to make to the rest of your human, the rest of the fellow humans that are around you, that you should, you know, choosing to be happy is not only for your benefit, but for theirs. And so while I was going through uh, a lot of the struggles that were associated with that relationship ending and, uh, you know, a lot of the complications that fell out of that, uh, at, at some point, and I can't pinpoint the reason, the the reason why, but I was reading a lot of, I was doing a lot of self-exploration as people do in those kinds of situations. And I, I came to the conclusion that I should just choose to be happy and that uh, I started going out of my way to, uh, you know, just smile at the cashier and ask the person in the elevator how their day was going. And just, and by doing that, I felt a lot better. And I think that, and, and I, I could tell that it had an impact on, on the, on the other people that I was doing as well. So there's little acts of kindness, um, and just making that decision, um, even with a lot of really bad things happen around me, I started, uh, I, I, identif- I, I think that that was probably the most important and specific thing that I did to feel like in spite of all those troubles, I kind of had the wind at my back and, uh, was, you know, a big, big key to my survival in, in that difficult situation. So you're going through this, this rough divorce and, and life is, is kind of dark. Uh, but you just decide, you just choose to, to embrace happiness and, and be kind to other people. What, uh, where did that inspiration come from? What, what inspired you to do that versus, uh, you know, to, to, to sink into the darkness? Well, I, I, I wish that I had a, a more clear recollection of where I got this idea, but you know, it's, it, you know, as I mentioned, this came as a very big surprise to me that this, that, that this was happening and that divorce came on very suddenly and unexpectedly. But, um, like a lot of people that I think that end up in these challenging situations, this is a, uh, you kind of get rocked a little bit. And now, uh, I just start grasping for things, um, with the, with the original intention of like, I need to fix myself. Clearly there is something that is wrong with me. There's something that is not right. There's things that I have done that are, that are bad. Maybe I'm just not, uh, you know, that maybe I'm just not that good of a person or whatever. And, and, and in that, as I was grasping for something to hang on to, I happened to pick up a copy of the seven habits of highly effective people. And I had never read any kind of self-help or personal growth literature up to that point. I don't know why. I think that whenever I was, I really think that like, I thought 
that the seven habits were going to be things like, you know, make sure that you brush your teeth twice a day and wake up, you know, 10 minutes early and don't hit the snooze bar. I mean, like, I don't know what I was expecting, you know, but I'm expecting like, you know, be punctual and, you know, whatever, but you get into it and they kind of lay out a lot of the, um, framework and, uh, the first habit is to be proactive and being proactive is accepting that you have the inherent ability and the responsibility to make choices and that your, your actions are a result of your choices and not the circumstances that are around you. And one of the things that they talk about a great deal when in that first habit and being proactive is um, about your emotions and your attitude and that um, people often get it backwards. I think that because I am, uh, you know, it going back to that other example that uh, the examples I was using earlier, it's like, I think that a lot of people would say, well, because I am happy, I am smiling at the strangers, you know, because I am happy. I'm saying, you know, nice things to the person in the elevator and complimenting the shoes of some random person on the street, because I'm happy I'm doing those things. And it's actually the opposite is that the emotions that the, at least Dr. Covey's research and ideas are that your emotions are an outgrowth of the decisions that you were making. And so it's almost like it's backwards. Like I am happy because I am smiling at people. I am happy because I am complimenting the strangers choose that, you know, in the mall, whatever. And so uh, that was kind of where that came from. And the, you know, I was desperate. It made a lot of sense to me. And I'm like, well, dude, hell, let's give it a try. And like I said, it's like, I can think of a very specific time. I was, I'd taken my dog on a walk uh, over at White Rock Lake in Dallas and I like went out there to like watch the sunrise, you know, I was very in touch with all of you know my emotions at this time, right? You're very raw, you're feeling everything. And uh, so I was out there with Wyatt and I was just sitting out there on this dock and just taking in this beautiful sunset in the midst of my, my marriage ending and these, you know, the, a lot of really bad things happening in my life. And I felt like the universe was a hundred percent totally on my side. Like that, that saying, I think it maybe is from the alchemist or that, uh, when you are on your path, the world will conspire to help you or something, you know, something to that effect. And that's the way that I felt. And I was able to very directly attribute that to the decisions that I was making, including the decision of, to, you know, make choices that are going to produce this emotion in you to produce that feeling of happiness. Wow. Uh, um, wow. Uh, I was not expecting that answer. Thank you. You're, you're, is, well, you're welcome. It's, uh, is powerful. powerful. Yeah, it was powerful. And it's something that I've, uh, and it's interesting that as I look back at that and, you know, I've, I've had a very great blessed life and I, I will say that, you know, uh, you know, the divorce was certainly a terrible thing for me, but as divorces go, I mean, it's like, you know, look, we, we had, there was a lot of, things in there that, you know, could have certainly made the situation a lot worse. You know, it's like, you know, my ex and I, we did not, you know, we didn't start screaming and hating each other. We, there were no children involved in it, whatever. So there was a lot of things that were not bad, but at that point, but, you know, certainly in my, uh, this is a kind of a testament to the blessed life that I have lived, but that was like hands down the worst thing that I've ever had to go through. Um, 
but having that experience now and choosing to respond to it the way that I, that I did has given me a template. It's like, if it will be effective in that circumstance, then when like in a time like now, where there's a lot of really positive things that are happening in my life, where I'm remarried to a woman that I have a fantastic relationship with and, you know, things are going well at the business. I'm making great friends through my networking groups like Dr. Taylor. So like, there's a lot of fantastic things happening in my life. And I'm like, these things will be, if I, if I can make similar choices to what I did back in those difficult times, then it's going to make the great, it's going to make the great situations even better. And it's going to make the tough situations a little more uh, easy to handle. Well, I, I want to ask you questions, but I just kind of want you sure. to keep talking. Okay. Give me some, give me some, give me some, give me some raw material to work with. What do you want to know? Ask, ask away. Well, I, I like, I like the, the choice aspect of it. I, I think that is so very mm-hmm. important um, because uh, I think a lot of people do get bogged down with the circumstance that they are in that, that because they are in this bad place, um, you know, that they, they can never get out of it and that you don't know what it's like because you've never been there. And I, and I agree with that. I think, you know, yeah. there's, there, there's some amount of, of, uh, not knowing, uh, you know, unless you've actually lived that, that, sure. that experience. But, uh, we, we typically refer to this as victim mentality where you, mm-hmm. Uh, start to play the role of the victim and excuse uh, your lack of choice or, or, or excuse your um, kind of just like staying in that bad sure. place because uh, you, you know, say the phrase, well, it was me. Um, you know, I, I didn't do this. Yeah. this is, I'm a victim. Uh, what do you well, say to people in your life that, uh, you know, have been kind of in that victim spot? How do you encourage them? Well, I mean, it's, it, it is a tough thing. And there's a, uh, dude, you know, somebody, any other person on the planet that says, dude, you don't know how it feels is hundred percent telling the truth. Like I have the only experience that I have ever had is my own. And even as I was going through this, you know, challenging chapter in my life, I, I did have an awareness then that there were, uh, you know, there's a lot of people out there that would very happily trade their circumstances for mine, even as I was going through this, you know, and I think that there's not a person on the planet who, you know, there's not a long line of people that would be happy to trade places with you, you know? So the, the way that I kind of thought about that, because it was, um, you know, I mean, it's easy to get down whenever you're going through something that's challenging, but I being a kind of logical linear thinker, uh, that's the the way that my brain works. I, I kind of started to think like, if I was in that, if I was in a worse situation, do I believe that I would have the capability to choose my actions in in that circumstance? And so, let's say that it's like you know, hey, I, I was going through something that was ten times or a hundred times worse than what I was at that moment. Well, like, do I believe that if I was in that circumstance that I would be able to choose my own actions? And the truth is, is like, I've never been in those difficult circumstances. I don't know, but 
I think that my life is a lot better if I believe that I do, <laughs> you know, it's like, I think that, uh, and so if, if somebody else is, you know, kind of getting stuck in that loop of, you know, that, well, you know, these circumstances that I have, these are just too challenging to overcome. Uh, I think that it is the affirming in love, in my opinion, the loving course to take is that maybe nobody else has told this person the truth that they have the power to make choices in spite of that circumstance. Maybe nobody else has told them that truth, but it's like, I feel that I would owe them the, the truth. I don't think that it's helpful for me to lie to them and say like, yeah, you're right. You're stuck. There's nothing you can do. Uh, so I don't know. I mean, of course you have to deliver that message with care and love and, and, and empathy, which is a challenging thing. And it's not as simple as, you know, as, as I just described it. But I, I think that at the end of the day, the message to anybody that is in that circumstance is that it's like, dude, you would, I think that you would want people to tell you the truth. And I believe that the truth is that you have the inherent power and capability as a human being to make, to make your own choices, regardless of what's going on around you. That is awesome. I love hearing that. Uh, one last thing before we let you go, uh, you, you talked about happiness as a responsibility. Um, uh, I had not heard it put that way before. Mm -hmm. uh, speak to that a little bit more for us. Well, I think that I think that all of us have a responsibility to try to make the the world a better place, to leave things better than we found it, to be loving and caring to um, to those around us. And I think that whenever you are in a state of happiness, it's just in my own limited experience, I have found that it is this infectious thing and it, and, it, and it's very easy to spread. And so like, I, I guess this is what it is, is that it's like, look, we're all like, while, while we, we do have the power to act, you know, independently, regardless of what's happening around us, there's like, we, we, that doesn't eliminate influence, right? I mean, it's like, we are all influenced by our circumstances. We're influenced by our pasts. We're influenced by, you know, everything that's happening in our environment. And so as you're walking around on this planet, it's like, you're spreading something your vibe is being conveyed to everyone that is around you. And so given that if, if that is the case, then I don't see how you could make an argument that you have a response, that your, that your basic disposition should be one of happiness. I mean, I mean, anything, anything other than happiness, if, uh, you know, can you, can you make the argument of just like, Hey, look, man, you're, you're putting, you are influencing other people with your vibe and your energy. And so therefore it's really important that you walk around sallow and irritated. It's like, that doesn't, that doesn't make sense. I just, I think being happy and, and loving is, uh, I would say that being happy and being loving are very often uh, one in the same. And so I think that if you want to do right by your fellow person, which I believe we have responsibility to do, one of the best and most important things you can do is to choose to be a happy person. The impact of your happiness can never be measured or known. Fantastic. Well, you, so here's, 
there's like one last little thing, and this is just the kind of thing. And it's like, you know, the acts of kindness and happiness, I think kind of go hand in Mm -hmm. hand. And I do think that one feeds off of the other. This has been probably, you know, 10 or 12 years ago. I mean, like I, like it's been so long ago that I don't remember exactly when it was, I was at a baseball game and right after the national anthem, the lady that was in front of me turned around and said to me, you know, you have a very nice singing voice. <laughs> and I have like, it's like a decade or more later, I still remember that. And I remember the way that that you made mean, me feel. That's the and best. it's just like, yeah, I mean, just so, so you could be that thing. You could be that thing for somebody else <laughs> that they remember that, you know, 10 years from now or whatever, that they're still think there's still that little part of you that remembers that somebody was kind and nice to you like that. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much, Travis Richards, for being here with us today. Uh, Travis does have his own podcast, Get Better at Business. So if you are into getting better at business, uh, I would imagine that would be a great podcast for you. That's uh, who it's for. <laughs> I, I like the name. It's really, you know, no surprises. We know Straight what we're to getting the point. into. That's right. <laughs> exactly. Yep. All right. Well, thank you so much for being here, sharing your wisdom with us. Uh, We appreciate it. And we hope that your happiness inspires others. Thanks, Chris. Appreciate it, man. Thanks, buddy. If you've enjoyed this podcast, don't keep it a secret. Share it with your friends and family. Tell everyone. Put it on Twitter. Uh, We'd love it if you give us a five-star rating and and a review. Uh, We always love feedback. And then, of course, uh, like and subscribe to make sure you don't miss an episode. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get yours. As a reminder, Taylor Counseling Group is in the DFW area with offices from Dallas to Fort Worth and in Waxahachie as well. Uh, We are also now in the Houston and San Antonio areas as well. So if you or somebody you know might be interested in getting some counseling, feel free to give us a call, 214 five three zero 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 two one you can send us an email info at taylorcounselinggroup.com and you can look us up on the web at taylorcounselinggroup.com you can find us on twitter as well at tcg underscore dallas so if you need us we're here but if not no worries i just hope you enjoy the show what an amazing interview thank you so much travis for being on the show uh, if any of you are entrepreneurs or are also interested in starting a business or, or running a business or in management of a business, Travis uh, is quite the entrepreneur and does have a podcast called um, Get Better at Business. Uh, and I was fortunate enough to be a guest on his podcast. So uh, please, uh, if you're interested in more of my story or the business mechanics of Taylor Counseling Group, or if you just want to learn more about business in general, uh, his podcast is fantastic. I highly recommend it. Uh Again, Travis, thank you so much for being on the show. It was such an amazing interview. What a wonderful story about going through a difficult time uh, through a divorce and still being able to maintain happiness. Uh, The idea of taking happiness for granted, I think, is something that we all struggle with to some degree, uh, at least in certain parts of our life. Um, And I just... Uh, you know, as I reflect on my own life, I I can't help but wonder or think about all the times where I took happiness for granted. You know, where I was uh, being miserable or complaining about something, even though 
and no reason to complain about that. Uh, I kind of think of the person that complains about their steak not being cooked properly when they're at a steakhouse. And, you know, my thought is, well, I mean, you're fortunate enough to be at a steakhouse, you know? Uh, I mean, sure, yeah, we want to make sure we, we get what we pay for. But at the same time, you know, let's just be grateful that we can buy steak. <laughs> um, so I, I think there's a fine line there for sure. And I think it's a, a difficult balance. But but um, uh, just reflecting more on your life about happiness that you've taken for granted. I think it's just a wonderful exercise to remind us of how fortunate we really are uh, in life to be where we are, even if we're going through a rough time. You know, like Travis was talking about sitting on the dock uh, at White Rock Lake and and just watching the, the sun the sunset and, and realizing that even though he was going through a difficult moment in his life that he was still very fortunate and, uh, you know, that, that happiness was still a possibility for him, that happiness still existed in his life. And I loved, I loved his view of these small acts of kindness. You know, we talk about random acts of kindness, small acts of kindness. And I just love this concept of, of, of if I choose to be kind to others, uh, happiness is just a byproduct of that. If I choose to compliment people, to be positive, if I choose to give uh, good feedback, then I just become happier as a byproduct of it. Uh, so if you're struggling with happiness right now, I might challenge you to think about how you're being kind to others, about how you're exhibiting happiness in your own life or are you in your own way are you the thing that's stopping happiness from happening in your life maybe maybe and if you are well, that's okay now's a good moment to take a deep breath relax think about what you're unhappy with realize that happiness is your responsibility and that you have the power to choose that you and you alone have the power to choose to allow happiness into your life. Because as Travis quoted for us, when you are on your path, the universe will conspire to help you. And I just thought that was a great, great quote. So with that, I want to leave you uh, with a, a challenge to reflect on how you're being kind to others, how you're being kind to yourself, and how you're choosing to allow happiness into your life. Until next time, I'm your host, Dr. Christopher Taylor, and I hope you've enjoyed these thoughts for yourself, examination.